Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast, the fifth episode. And I have a feeling that this might be the worst one. This might be the worst episode out of all of them. So get ready for that because, uh, as per usual, I've done zero prep work. But on top of that, um, my brain is not working today. It's just, uh, it's just a lump of shit. I'm not thinking about anything, and uh, I have nothing to say. And that's, uh, that's pretty much the gist of it. So let's, uh, let's hang out for an hour. Let's do that. That'll be fun. It is a balmy negative 10 here in Winnipeg. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I went to, uh, took a nice walk today to school, to the university to meet up with a professor that is teaching me academic writing. I'm in the fourth year of a degree. Last year, well, fifth year actually, but the first two years, they kind of, um, you know, they kind of blended together. They kind of, uh, I, I wanted to be a teacher and then I didn't. So I took a bunch of courses I didn't need to, cost myself a year, took out a ton of student loans, um, a lot of debt, and it's been fun. It's been a wild ride. I'm in the fourth year of a philosophy degree. I was working at the Canada Revenue Agency, and um, and I was sitting there uh, with a gun in my lap, thinking, should I hold it to my temple or should I put it in my mouth? And while I was thinking that over, I was doodling on a notepad. And I was making little cubes. And then I would make little check marks in those cubes. And then it hit me. Like a shotgun. Into the chest. Of one of my coworkers. It hit me. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to teach the kids. I'm going to direct the youth on how to live your life. Because I'm like, hey, I got it figured out, you know? I'm, I'm mildly um, intelligent. And these kids got to know what it takes to make it in the real world. And I figured, who better to teach them than me? I'm only, you know, I'm like, I'm not an alcoholic. You know, I'm a binge drinker. So I got that down, you know, how to handle your booze. You know, I'm uh at the time, I was only mildly addicted to cocaine. So I could tell the kids, I'm like, hey, watch that stuff. You know, ooh, that gets ugly. So I thought, hey, I'll be a teacher. And I enrolled in university. And no one knows this. I, actually, I think, I think probably everyone secretly suspects this, but I might as well own up to it. Um, yeah, the only reason I was, uh, went to school in the first place was just to get out of the the goddamn workforce. 
I just needed to get out. I needed a government program to fund me not to work. (laughs) I need to get the fuck out of the rat race because I was going to kill myself. And I had only been there for a couple of months, but I was like, this ain't happening. So I figured out that the government will loan you money to go to school on the promise that one day maybe you'll pick up some sort of fucking tangible skill and bring it back to the country to make them a bit of money. Well, the joke's on you, government of Canada. I didn't learn shit. And I went in there, and I was, uh... Just a quick bio before we get going with the actual episode, okay? I, uh... I, um... I went in there with high hopes. I was very, uh... I was like, hey, yeah, all right, I got I got direction in my life, God damn it. I have a... I'm gonna do something. A respectable job. That mom and dad and... You know, the other people, you know, the 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 40-year-old mother of three working at the Workers' Compensation Board, the, um, the construction worker who just had two kids, you know, the farmer, salt-of-the-earth folks, they can look at me and be like, all right, he's doing it, he's good, eh, respectable, good for you. Good for you did it. Got yourself a decent, respectable, noble profession. And I felt good for a time. It feels good to fall in line. It feels good to have direction, to fall in line, and, and to, to, you know, to really just, uh, not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but it, it does feel good to conform to what people want. Um, it feels good to make people happy, you know, to know that mom and dad could brag about their little boy. Oh, he's a teacher now? Oh, cool. And they would have been like, yeah, that's our boy. Would have been great. But then, yeah, I I just uh, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> Wasn't feeling the whole teaching thing. I got in there and uh, and volunteered around and did a bit of it and uh, got a little look into the bureaucracy of it all and the uh, the politics of it and realized that no, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to do this. And not a lot of people know this. Everyone right now is still convinced that I'm going to go into teaching and to be a noble professional teacher. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're going to make a run at this comedy thing, the writing thing. We're just going to make a fucking go at it. Because I got no wife. I got no kids. I have no responsibilities. I've got no ropes tied to me down. I've got nothing to lose, you understand? And the only shit I really do have to lose um, is bad stuff. 
I might lose debt. I might lose a shitty credit score. Because that's all I have to my goddamn name. So... So it doesn't matter. We might as well chase this bitch, hey? We might as well fucking go all in. Like Gary Vanderchuk says, tunnel vision. Because should be told, I mean, you know, the comics in Winnipeg, at least, I think they somewhat respect me, you know. And if those other people don't respect me, who gives a fuck? They would never fuck with me anyways. Who gives a shit? They never liked me. They never liked me. What was I talking about? Where the, how did I get to this? I was way too open. A lot of secrets. Um, oh, yeah. I walked, to my, I walked to the school today. I took a nice walk. Walked to, the, uh, to speak with my professor. And I'm in the fourth year, and I just have to wrap up. I got one course left, literally one course left, and I haven't been in, like, three weeks. And I gave her a bunch of malarkey about, like, my work schedule's tough. I, I ain't working. I have nothing but time, oodles and oodles of time on my hands to do nothing but this work, but uh, I ain't feeling it anymore. But she's super cool. She was, uh, she's cool about it. She doesn't care. She's one of those professors that I think is, she's working on her own shit. Like uh, this, this uh, teaching gig. That's just her side hustle. She doesn't give a fuck. So I'm going to do what I do. You know? I'm going to do my style. You know? This is how I roll. Wait till the last minute. Give her a fucking duffel bag filled with dog shit papers to the point where she's so sick of reading this she's just like yeah all right c plus fuck off and i can be like yes ma'am i will see you at graduation that's how i like to roll but it was a nice walk everyone look spring is in the air it's coming around Still freezing outside, but the snow's melting, which was always weird. But then someone said that uh, that um, what happens is in February and March, uh, the reason the snow melts, but it's still you know minus ten or whatever, is because of the, the angle of the sun has changed, and so there's more UV light ray, uh, UV whatever the fuck um, hitting the snow. And that's what makes it melt. But that's what they say. Everyone actually knows that it's the result of the various chemtrails that have accumulated on the ground over an entire winter of spring. And as such, the snow is melting. And I don't care what anyone says. Uh, chemtrails are real. They are hosing the populace down with whatever they feel like at the time. Sometimes it's a depressing agent. Sometimes it's a stimulant. Eventually it'll be the rage virus. Doesn't matter. Either way, we're getting hosed down. They're trying to turn us into sheep, man. 
A docile populace capable of, for what? So that we don't revolt and take it back. Take what back? You never had anything. <laughs> you never had anything. What are you going to take back in the revolution? You ain't, you're not going to do anything. There's going to be a giant revolution. You're going to take back the government and your buildings. But when 5 o'clock rolls around, you're going to want to come home and watch TV. Won't you? Wouldn't you? I would. You know what I mean? Revolution, hey, that was a good day of revolting. I'm going to go home and watch some Seinfeld. i got to unplug for a bit. Everyone would do that. I don't get it. I mean, what do you want to do? Start feeding homeless people? <laughs> Silly. Um, like I said at the top, this is going to be the worst podcast in the history of podcasts. But you know what? I think based on the four episodes, I gave him a second listen the other day. You know, there's like a million podcasts. I'm trying to make this a... I'm trying to get to like top 100,000. Um, I got to say, as far as quality goes... I have to estimate. I think we're getting out of the nine hundred thousands. I really do. I think we're looking at eight hundred thousand. We're, we're pretty soon. I'd say by episode ten, we have the potential to be a top eight hundred thousand podcast, and uh, it's going to be good. Eventually, I'm going to have to market this and uh, and get this podcast out there in any fucking form or fashion. It's hard to market yourself, though. As a comedian, it's your whole goddamn job is to market yourself. Here's what I did. Look what I did. Look what I wrote. Please read it. Tell me what you think. Like, I, it's so fucking cringe. That shit, I hate that. Man, I hate that. I just need to get to a point where I'm, like, semi-successful so that I can hire an agent to just fucking deal with all this shit. Pump it out. Go on the social media. You do it. I don't want to look at it. That's going to be good. I can't wait for that. That's going to be awesome. I cannot wait for that. Can't wait for that. It's going to be good. Where I don't have to work. Working... Working is the worst. I don't mind working on stuff that you care about, which is this. I Honestly, I love this podcast. I love the stuff that I'm writing. I love the stuff that I'm doing on Patreon. You can follow me there if you're listening to this. If you're one of the two people. Um, so, yeah, maybe I don't like, maybe I don't hate work. I'm just got to find something that I enjoyed it doing which is this ah, I figured it out um, and I guess eventually I'm gonna have to get on TikTok right now I'm already on Instagram and that's eaten up so much of my time I was talking yesterday uh, about uh to a young lady about uh, 
getting lost on Instagram, we were talking about watching dough being cut. Just hours of clips of various ways people are cutting dough. You know, it's, um, and it's great. It's, <laughs> I'm up, it's like three in the morning and I have to get up the next morning and I'm like, oh man, now they're cutting the dough like that. Cool. Such a time suck. My favorite videos are those ones where it's like a, uh, you know, it'll be like, you know, that TikTok voice. Look at how efficient these Chinese workers are. And then it's like footage from like some Chinese forced labor camp. And you got these poor people who are like, they're on like hour 16 of day 22. And all they're doing is like bundling straws together. They're all covered in bruises. You just look out the window in the background and just a body falls by it. Covered in bruises and cuts. And they're just like looking at the camera and then they get scared. And then you go to the comments of that video and there's some like fucking white lady from River Heights who's like, damn, they be like quick though. And I'm like, what? Instagram's crazy. I'm watching a lot of Ukrainian war footage on Instagram. That's a good way. That's 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 a new thing. I didn't know you could watch soldiers die on Instagram. They're not blocking that out. You can just go see. I guess as long as they're Russian, it's cool. Because like I'm seeing Russian soldiers getting blown apart. I'm talking blown apart on camera. It's got like thousands of likes. Everyone's like, yeah, get them. I'm like, I don't. Something weird about this. It's actually fucked up. They have these like little drone things. It's like a it's like a camera on a drone. So this drone will just be hovering above these soldiers lying in this trench. But there's a, like a grenade attached to the drone. And then it's just like ka-chink. And then the grenade just falls. And then these soldiers are like, what was that? Oh, shit. And then it just explodes. And these Russian soldiers are just getting blown apart. It's crazy. Don't get me wrong. The footage is incredible. It's 4K. It's HD. It's uh, 60 frames per second. It is lights out war footage. As far as war footage goes, this is the best. This is the most incredible footage of any war ever. I mean, back when I was a kid, 2004, like, the Iraq, this whole shock and awe, when that was on CNN, I was like, holy shit, this is next level. But that was nothing compared to what we got now. Nothing. I'm going to have to go on Twitter to market myself. Which fucking sucks, dude. Fuck, I hate that. that. I don't even want to talk about it. Twitter's so bad. But I'm going to have to go on TikTok. Which, if you live in Canada, who knows, you might not be able to go on TikTok for too much longer. Your days of TikTok might be running out. The government apparently um, recently said that, uh, hey, if you're a government uh, employee and you have a government phone... You're not allowed to have a TikTok account on that phone. 
which is fair. Um, but like not even for the Chinese spying shit. What the fuck are you doing with TikTok on your government employee? I guess they have government accounts. Yeah, that answers that question. All right, moving on. I got government accounts. Hey, look at me. Uh, hi, hello. I'm here. Look at me. Kiss this baby. Uh, help us go viral. Let's just fuck off. Don't need you on TikTok. I guess they're really concerned. It is crazy that they're this concerned about the Chinese spying. But then again, like, really, are the Chinese spying on us any more than Apple? How bad is their contract, the, the terms and conditions of their whatever, their app? How is that any worse than Google or, um, you know, Apple, Facebook? All that shit. Like, listen to this right now, okay? So you think, like, oh, no, they're not listening to you. But listen to this. Listen to this. Hey, Siri. Are you listening at all times? Hmm. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? No, thank you. See, why doesn't... Why doesn't she have an answer for that? She doesn't have an answer for that. Are you... Hey, Siri. Are you listening... No, go away. I'm just talking about you. Hey, Siri, are you listening? Go away. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about you, Siri. (laughs) You say that, and instantly it pops up, right? It's like, yeah, can I help you? That means it has to be listening at all times in order to know that that I am not saying, Hey, Siri... (laughs) <laughs> Fuck off. I'm not talking to you. It has to be listening at all times. And who's to say that, like, if, if it's listening at all times, right, um, how easy would it be to transcribe that into a text file? So now literally they have a running tab of every single fucking thing that you've ever said. In front of your phone, at least. So, but TikTok's the problem. TikTok is bad. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting, though. People need to face the fact that your privacy's fucked. And that we're never getting it back. People need to start stop worrying about it. Like, you need to get very comfortable with the fact that someone has all the fucking dirt on you. All your dirt, they've got it all. So you need to start taking the power back by airing out your dirt, your dirty laundry. You need to start slowly airing it out and getting people used to the idea of that. You know? Like just just through conversation, just start slowly letting details out. Like earlier in this podcast, I made allusion to the fact that at some point in my life, yes, I might have dabbled into the cocaine. Sure, I might have gotten slightly addicted to it. Yes, yes, I have done it. It, you know, at work, 
Of course I've called in sick for work because of Gogain hangovers. Of course I've no-showed work. And now, you know, when people are like, dude, did you used to have a cocaine problem? I can be like, boy, you didn't know that? Dude, listen to the podcast. Privacy is dead. A lot of shit is dead. Like video evidence, right? We're talking video evidence. That's usually pretty... That's one of the most incriminating forms of evidence. That is dead now. You can go... You can deep fake anything. Like tomorrow, they can... Uh, you know, they can start... They can show me... Um, you know, robbing a Wendy's. They be like, Tyler, this is you. We have you on camera robbing a Wendy's. And I can say, no, that's a deep fake. That's not me. And the thing is, the judge will now have to take this into account. And be like, yeah, Tyler may not have robbed that Wendy's. Someone might be screwing him. We can't take that into account because the thing is, the technology is so good, someone could have altered that. It's just not admissible. There's a reasonable doubt now in every single video evidence case. When everyone fucking knows that I robbed that goddamn Wendy's. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Where did I get this money from and why do I reek of burger grease? You had to have robbed that Wendy's. But if all you're going on is the video evidence Sorry, judge. You ain't got shit. Audio evidence. It's also a thing of the past. You know, that new AI shit. I, I mean, I, there's videos on Instagram of Joe Biden at the UN Nations giving a speech, but he's reciting Chief Keef lyrics. You know? So that's a problem. Because... That means that chances are we'll never be able to catch one of these politicians red-handed. You know what I mean? Even if we did have video evidence of them on Epstein Island um, banging some of these preteens, we could never do anything about it because it could all be deep-faked. If you have a conversation between Bill Clinton and, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever, there's no, um, it's never going to be believed. You know? Like? Okay. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know. I'm ranting here. I'm ranting and rambling and this isn't funny. All right. Speaking of rant, that fucking Dilbert, the creator of Dilbert, is in hot water. That's how. <laughs> that's how much we are scraping the bottom of the fucking barrel for like things to give a shit about. Like now, Dilbert's in trouble. Like who, who gives a fuck about Dilbert? It's like national news. Uh oh, publications are 
uh, abandoning the comic strip Dilbert over controversial... Yeah, okay, who cares? Yeah, get rid of him. Get rid of Dilbert. It's been around for 40 fucking years. How many times are we going to watch this fat-ass character walk around the office doing cubicle shenanigans? Who gives a fuck about Dilbert? I think Dilbert had its moments. I can't remember anything. I can't remember a single thing from Dilbert. <laughs> and this guy, and this guy's an idiot. I mean, why are you? You're the creative Dilbert. Why are you talking about a, a racial poll? The poll was they asked Black Americans if. They agreed with the statement, it's okay to be white. 26% disagreed, 21% orange shirt, 53% agreed. 53% of black Americans agreed that it's okay to be white, which surprised me. I was like, oh, okay, sick, nice. It's a majority. Yeah, okay. So again, point proven, majority of people around the world are cool. And Scott Adams comes out and he's like, oh, the 47, that's a hate group. Dude, first of all, you're an idiot, all right? They might have their own, you don't know what they are. They're, they're people with opinions, just like you're stupid ass. But more importantly, why are you even commenting on this shit? Just draw the, 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 the office guy. Just draw the shitty cartoon, you fucking idiot. Why are you weighing in? I don't know. Why am I weighing in? That's a great point. Why am I weighing in? I don't care about Dilbert. I don't care about Scott Adams. It's actually been a problem in my life, not caring about anything. Let's see what's that. But I have to care. If I don't care, what's this podcast about? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't want to talk about the news. The news is a bummer. Because I just came out there with a bunch of opinions that tomorrow I could be like, oh yeah, no, I disagree with everything I said. Give me about a week. I will flip-flop on literally every belief I have. I don't give a shit. I I am a day-to-day type guy. That's why I try to make my beliefs... Um, I, I keep them as private as possible. And everyone's like, oh, man, what, what does he believe? Because I, I don't know. I don't know what I believe. Oh, God. Shut up. Sorry, everybody, my phone thing is going here. Let's just try to, yeah, there we go. Be quiet. I don't care what I believe. That's the point. I don't know what that dinging sound was. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan and Nas are coming to Winnipeg. My friends are seeing if I want tickets. The answer is no. I'm more of a West Coast guy. Yeah. I'm a death row kind of guy. You know what I mean? Snoop, Dre, Easy e and the crew. Ice Cube, 
up in this piece. Other than Biggie, I don't really fuck with the East Coast. You know what I mean? Although Bring the Ruckus was a great song. It's a good one. It's a good tune. Walking home from Safeway today, and I caught a squirrel daydreaming. I was just walking, minding my own business, and there was a squirrel on this snowbank, and he was just staring straight ahead. And I just stopped and looked at him. And then he was just, he wasn't even looking at me. And then I was like, and his eyes were wide open, and I was like, hey, buddy. And then all of a sudden he snapped too, and he was like, and then like ran up the tree. And I'm like, well, keep fucking. Are you okay? Relax. <laughs> Christ. Stupid squirrels, man. Stupid, stupid. No, he was cute. I saw a crow, maybe a raven, I don't know. I was eating some garbage and I was walking past it. I walked like two feet from it. It didn't give a fuck about me. It was getting balls deep in some food. It didn't care. But this thing was the size of a basketball. It was crazy. It was nuts. Maybe I could start like a Twitch stream, but I don't play video games. And I would like to uh, have a live stream where I just watch TV and do commentary, but you're not allowed to do that. So I thought maybe I'd start a YouTube channel. But I don't know what I would do it on because I don't really care about anything. Like, I like wrestling, but I'm not that knowledgeable with it. I just like, I just like watching, like, like yesterday I watched, like, Kevin Nash, Diesel, for those of you in the know. He was talking about only the year 1995 in the WWE. Just the year 1995, they went through the whole year, and it was like three and a half hours, watched the whole thing. You know. And then I'll just watch old Stone Cold Steve Austin clips. I just wish I cared about something. You know, like a niche market. Like if I was big on anime, or if I knew all about, like, you know... Um, I don't know, uh, you know, Freakazoid, you know, or just talk about the Animaniacs, like I'm an expert in Maniacs. I'm not an expert on anything. I don't really know anything. I don't care about anything, and I don't really know anything. Now, how do I turn this into money? That's the question.
I know me saying I don't care about anything might sound a little depressing or whatever. It's not that. It's just I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't watch shit. I don't care about anything. (laughs) I have no passion for any one thing. You know, I don't. I'm trying to think. I never have. Like, I like, you know, I like metal and punk. I like the heavy music. And I kind of know a little bit about it, but not a lot. gentlemen episode number five like i said at the beginning i said this three fucking times this is going to be the worst episode of all time this might drop us i said we were getting out of the nine hundred thousands. i don't think so i think today we're going to drop down a bit we'll get it back with episode six my goal for this podcast was to uh you know Like someone would just, uh, ideally what would happen is someone is just sitting down and like working on a puzzle or they're just quietly cleaning their um, bathroom and just wiping down the mirror and the toilet and just getting all the little little loose bits of feces off the ground and, um, you know, getting some bleach and just trying to wipe up the, uh, you know, the puddles of urine that have dried. And and then my voice is just in the background, just guiding them through this process, you know. I don't want to, I never wanted to do that podcast. Hey, welcome to, it's uh, Trippy Tyler in the mornings, you know. Um, that's not how I roll. But at the same time, I didn't think it would be as Bob Newhearty as this podcast has been so far. Major Newhart vibes um, with this podcast, which I didn't think would happen. But alas, here we are. You know what I need to start fucking doing is I need to start getting on Instagram and I need to start following some of these motivational young men. Because I got to tell you, one thing about Instagram is that there are a ton of young men. I'm talking early 20s with zero education, virtually nothing in the way of actual, practical, tangible life experience who are really telling you how to crush the game uh, because evidently they've figured it out. They read a couple of books. Um, they they they've seen Jordan Peterson. They've seen him live. He signed their book, and now they're telling you how to do it and why your mindset is wrong. 
More importantly, they're telling you why women suck. You know? Women want a man that is eight foot four and makes two billion dollars a year. You know what? We're supposed to just take it. When they come in with 12 kids that aren't theirs, you know, and, you know, men got it rough. I don't know. I don't feel like I have it rough. I got it made. Living off student loans and grilled cheese. I'm living the life here. But seriously, I don't mind Jordan Peterson. I think he says a lot of great stuff. I was talking to a friend about it yesterday. But uh, some of these young guys, I mean, you got to get off his dick. I mean, you got that Jordan Ro- uh, Peterson rod. I mean, you got that pipe jammed right up your ass. You need to fucking chill out on that shit because you don't know a goddamn thing. And good for you if you're hustling and you're grinding. I don't mind those guys that, that leave those little Instagram videos that are like, you know, they get aggressive with it. You're like, listen, you piece of shit. Stop being a lazy fuck. Get up. Do something. That I enjoy. No problem with that, because most of the time they're right. I'm sitting there scrolling through Instagram, and then this kid pipes in. And I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, kick my ass a bit, small boy. Let me have it. But at the same time, some of you got to chill out. I don't know. It's a little weird. Let's take a look here. I've been sitting on this uh, Salisbury House coupon book for a while. Over $75 in savings at the Sal's. Sal's Silver Liver and Onions Dinner. Only $10.99. That's the joke. I really know what to talk about, so let's just both enjoy some dead air together, okay? And don't take this time to ask yourself, um, why would anyone listen to this podcast? Why would anyone listen to this man in general? Why would anyone see this man's comedy? Why is this man alive? Why is this man living? Why hasn't anyone killed him yet? More importantly, why hasn't he killed himself yet? Don't ask those questions. Just enjoy and embrace the silence. As Alan Wants once said, I like those Buddhists. They say a lot of good shit, but some of their stuff just kind of pisses you off after a while. You know, I don't know. Fuck it. Let's get deep with it. Let's do it. 
Some of the shit those Buddhas say doesn't make sense. You know, Bruce Lee's like, be like water. I shouldn't do the accent. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. But he's like, be like water. You put water in a cup. It's a cup. You put water on a plate. It's a plate. It adapts to the situation. Be like water, my friend. Sounds great. Well, water does a bunch of shit. Right? Water does a bunch of shit. Water pounds against the side of the cliff until it takes the fucking cliff apart and it uh, carves a river. Water destroys uh, most of Japan in 2011. What kind of water do you want me to be, Bruce? Alright? Just do some roundhouse kicks. You don't need to tell me how to live my life. Okay, Bruce? Shut the fuck up. Alan Watts always says that. I don't know if he's a Buddhist or a Taoist. I don't even know what the difference is. I don't give a shit. But he's always like, you know, desire is the cause of suffering. You know, to be free of desire. Just be content with what you have. And even the Stoics say that shit, you know, they're... Suffering is caused by want. Um, he who wants less suffers less, blah, blah, blah. And it's great. So what are you supposed to do? Just always be content with what you have? That sounds good, right? But then what causes us to move forward? You know? It's want. It's ambition. It causes us to get shit done. You know what I mean? You're a tub of shit. You want some ladies. What do you do? You go to the gym. You get in shape. You want to provide for your family? You want to provide well? Well, you do your best in whatever work you do and you go forward. You grow through your wants. So what the fuck are you talking about, Buddha? Shut up, you fat ass. I mean, I'm sure the guys, the first, you know, early cavemen days... I mean, that Buddhist logic, I mean, it doesn't really work. Be content with what you have. You have a uh, bear skin, right? And that's all you need. That's all you need. You have it. And one caveman was like, no, you know what? Fuck that. I'm freezing my balls off here. This is bullshit. I want to be warm. So he went out and he figured out a way to crack two sticks together and make fire. And then Buddha comes along and is like, be content with the fire. You have, okay, shut up. All right, I want more. Not impossible things. But at the same time, I don't know, I'm probably butchering this shit. This probably sounds deep, but it's actually lame. Doesn't matter. I am a moron. I don't know if this is the worst podcast out of the five. Definitely the most, the least funniest. 
the least funny. One of my university professors one time wrote on a paper, uh, your arguments, you know, you can tell that you uh, have a grasp of the material, but your grammar and syntax are so bad that it takes all the weight of your argument right out of the fucking whatever. (laughs) Obviously, he didn't write that. I butchered it because my grammar and syntax suck. I can't talk. I just have to assume that people know what I mean. Uh, Man, I went to Tim Hortons the other day. By the other day, I mean like fucking an hour ago. And, um, dude, they made me a, uh, keep in mind, this is, well, not an hour ago, like two o'clock. I asked for a sausage breakfast sandwich on an English muffin. And keep in mind, they're on the lunch, so they're not making breakfast anymore. This woman hands me this breakfast sandwich. I go over to the bench, downtown Winnipeg. And I grab a seat. And I open up this sausage and egg breakfast sandwich on an English muffin. And I bite into it. And instantly, this is the greatest breakfast sandwich I've ever had in my life. And I had it today. If anyone asks me, what's the best sausage and egg breakfast sandwich you've ever had? I'm going to remember the date, February 28th, 2023, from Tim Hortons, no less. This breakfast sandwich was incredible. The English muffin was warm, bordering on hot. It was so soft. It had hints of butter on it. The sausage wasn't even bordering hot. It was hot. The egg was soft. The whole thing was incredibly soft. The cheese wasn't melted yet. And you know me, Everyone knows I like a good cold slice of cheese. And it just all came together. It was just incredible. It was the greatest breakfast sandwich I've ever had in my life from Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is awful. They had the worst breakfast in the game, which is weird because they pretty much started the game, at least here in Canada. Coffee's dog shit. Their coffee was the coffee I got was bad. I got a dark rose, two cream, chocolate syrup flavor shot in it. He brought me it out already as soon as I, the first sip was lukewarm. Just bad. The lids on the coffee mugs, it's I'm sporting, spilling all over my beard, and it's not my fault. You know, I know how to drink. Their their lid design is just fucking terrible. They never give you a second cup for the to keep the warmth in or a sleeve. You always got to ask them for it. As soon as they give you the coffee, they always take off like they're just in a super rush, which they're not. But man, they nailed this breakfast sandwich today. And uh, 
I think it's all downhill from here. My entire life crested with this breakfast sandwich. And now it's just a slow slide. It's just a slow, sandy slide to my death. But it doesn't matter. None of it matters. Because one day, when um, the drug cartels finally get me, and they bring me out into the desert, and after I'm done digging my hole, and, uh, you know, they wrap my hands in duct tape, and, uh, and I can feel the barrel of their Glock 9mm pressing against the back of my head. Um, you know, and they're asking me for my final words. At least I think they're saying, I don't know, I don't speak Spanish. But whatever they're saying, it's funny because they're all laughing. I don't know, maybe it's because I pissed myself. I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Because even though they're about to put a bullet in me and I'm about to fall in this grave that I just dug, um... When I feel the trigger squeeze, because I'll be able to feel the trigger squeeze, and I'll be able to hear that hammer click, but I won't hear the flash, and I won't feel it, but when I hear him squeeze that trigger, just a little, just a little click, God damn it, I'm going to think of that breakfast sandwich I had today. And I'll be like, I had that. I ate that. 95% of the population of the world will never be able to have a breakfast sandwich as good as the one I had today. And then I'll die. And then I'll go up in heaven. And then I'll be like, what was all that for? And God will be like, well, it was for the breakfast sandwich. That was a good one, eh? And I'll be like, I mean, yeah, but he's like, what? I'm like, no. I just thought there was a deeper meaning. He's like, there isn't. Did you like the breakfast sandwich or did you not like the breakfast sandwich? What What's the problem? And I'll be like, yeah, no, it was good. He's like, okay. Like, jeez. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming up on 55 minutes of the worst podcast in the history of podcasts. Um... By the way, oh yeah, I just want to quickly touch on this too. Uh, where are we going here? Let's go. Just gonna pull up the maps because I gotta. We gotta. We had to rewrote the uh, the tour again. As I told you, I mean it's been an ongoing debacle. I'm so sorry, guys. Everyone in the stands, they, dude. I am getting eviscerated online um, because of my tour cancellation from the stands. Um, we're talking Turkmenistan, uh, Uzbekistan, uh, Tajikistan, and Kyrgyzstan. I was going to do a big stand tour. Um, those people, not only are they asking for refunds, they actually burned down their own ticket depot, which sucks because it also doubled as a refugee center. A lot of people died. Um, it, it, and and they're, 
They're putting the blame on me, which is, like, weird. I just canceled this show. I didn't burn down the refugee place. Anyways, I'm not, I don't even want to talk about that because everything I say, they just they just keep saying death to Tyler. I'm, I'm over it. But um, a couple of dates added. We added Gretna. All right, so we're going to be in Gretna. Uh, we're going to Kalida. All right, and this is my Southern Manitoba tour now. Um, we, uh, yeah. Uh, but again, we are going to have to cancel uh, Hauptstadt. Last time I made a crack about how in Hauptstadt you have to uh, bring your own cocaine because last time I went there, um, those kids were on Rumspringen, right? They were on Rumspringen. Those uh, hard kids, they were cutting loose and they were hitting the, hitting the slopes. Um, as we say, they were doing a lot of skiing. Uh, but uh, I caught word that uh, uh, most of those children have uh, returned to the colony and returned to the faith and have forsaken their earthly ways. And as such, I am banned. I am banned from Hauptstadt. Um, so we won't be going there, but we are going to be in um, Gretna. And we might do a stop in Grunthal. Um, yeah, not too... Uh, do comedy there, but just to uh, take pictures and point out how shitty that town is. Because um, there's some weird people there. There's some deliverance-type characters hanging out in Grunthal. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much going to do it for this week's episode of the podcast. What are we doing here? Shout out to Mary Brown's. Two-piece meal with taters and coleslaw with a cherry bubbly can to drink. I still maintain that the Big Mary from Mary Brown's best chicken burger on the market. What? Have you had the Popeyes? What? Have you tried this little fucking dinky venue that I've never heard of? No, I haven't. I haven't tried it. I don't need to. I've had the Big Mary's. It's the best chicken burger on the market right now. You can try to change my mind, but you won't because you're a moron. Big shout out to the song Man on the Moon by R.E.M. I've been listening to that a lot. I don't know why. Not on an Andy Kaufman. I'm not a huge fan of his anyways. Stuff that he did with Lawler was great. Him getting slapped on the Letterman show. And the wrestling promos he did. That is next level comedy stuff. But the song itself is, is uh, that R.E.M. wrote is really good. And uh, big shout out to my boy at Rumors Comedy Club, Mr. Tyler Schultz, um, for not only um, hooking me up with some good shows, but also calling an Uber when I get too fucking mangled at Rumors Comedy Club, as did happen this past weekend. Insisted that I take an Uber. That's the mark of a good friend. The mark of a good friend is one who who knows when to let you drink and drive and when not to. You know? He's a good guy. I'll be at Rumors Comedy Club this weekend, Friday night, late show, as part of the Just for Laughs showcase. Me and about 60 fucking thousand other comedians, all vying for two spots at a Just for Laughs show. 
I hope I make it. And um, no other shows other than that. I'm just going to keep plugging away. But you guys have been great. Uh, I wish you all the best. Thank you for enduring this podcast, which I guarantee you didn't. You fucking closed this shit. What is it? We're at the hour mark. You closed this shit. As soon as I started talking about chemtrails, you were like, fuck this. I'm out of here. And hey, you know what? I get it. I get it. You guys are great. You guys are great. You guys have been great. And I will see you in hell.